0: Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. It's July 29th, 2020, and this is episode 34. Allie, we're kind of um, quickly coming to the end of July here. That's a little bit hard to believe. Um, You know, crop stage has really progressed. Um, You know, if if you're driving around, a lot of fungicide applications, their application has been pretty crazy between helicopter and airplanes. And, um, you know, GDU wise, um, you know, we're tracking along pretty good, and we might as well review that quick just to kind of set the stage. Yeah,
1: so, GDU-wise, if we track from April 20th planning dates uh, out of Preston, Minnesota, we're sitting at about 1,593 GDUs. That'd be plus 193 above the average. So, you know, I kind of feel like a broken record because every week we talk about how far ahead of the game we are, but just a really nice place to be sitting. I'd say across the board, most acres are sitting, you know, easily somewhere between VT and R2. Uh, wrap, wrapping up a lot of those fungicide applications in most areas, though, you know, do hear some planes and, and copters out and about yet still, but, but just nice to be ahead of where we were last year and you talk about the fact that we're about ready to, to roll into the month of August here. Um, and it's just crazy to think about the amount of days we we still have left yet to fill grain and in a good spot to be sitting um, but in terms of what we're seeing out in the field, I think probably the biggest thing, pretty favorable pollination weather all around, but now some of these drier conditions coming in in parts of southeast Minnesota. What, what's your, what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, it, uh, the moisture thing is, it's kind of unique. If you look at greater southeast Minnesota, like the the district that our entire team, alley works in, you know, we have, you know, we have some pockets that are kind of drowning in water right now, and we have some pockets that are extremely dry. And even when you do look at kind of the you know our local listeners here um you know, even if you do look at some of the rain data from from pressing the harmony you know there's like an eight nine inch gap on the annual and uh, i think both are kind of feeling uh the lack of moisture here a little bit um so it will be something that that is important and ali when you do look at a corn plant right now we're still take you know its demand for water is pretty high i think you got a number there what uh what a what a corn plants or a, a cornfield is using each day here at this stage of the game
1: yeah between three and four tenths so inches per day to be exact. So, like you said, still a significant demand for water at the point we sit today. And unfortunately, when it comes to the weather, this is just going to have to be a a wait and see in terms of if we get some rains coming here in the next uh, week or so. Don't see anything major as of now, but you know, during these summer months that can change pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, it it certainly can. And uh, yeah, and we're at a stage, Allie, with um, a lot of our soil type in Southeast Minnesota. We don't need, you know, you know, 15 rains here to finish the crop you know, two timely rains would almost kind of get us over the hump here if they could come at the right time, but uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that and and progress wise, um, you know, just looking at that GDU a little bit here, a little bit closer and kind of, you know, looking way out ahead here, you know, if we can continue at the the pace that we're at and you know, the 15 day forecast looks like a lot of, you know, highs close to 80, lows just, um, you know, near 60 or a little below, so we should stay close to averaging 20 a day, but if we can keep the pace that we're trending so far, um, you know, a 100-day hybrid, that would put us at black layer somewhere around September 12th to the 14th, give or take, which, you know, for a 100-day hybrid, that's that'd be a great thing. That'd put some of the, you know, 94, 96-day stuff that was planted right away, you know, maybe the black layer um, just coming on a Labor Day weekend. And uh, knock on wood, we need a it'd really be nice to get an earlier fall here in uh, Southeast Minnesota. And uh, so, yeah, hopefully that trend can continue. Um, but yeah, weather's going to be the big story, you know, as we wrap up Fungicide Alley. Um, that's kind of our last big thing of the year. Yeah, we got a scout for maybe a few soybean aphids. But um, moving forward, our, you know, our kind of role ag- ag- agronomically and, and uh, you know, field functions and activity is, is, uh, is done. And I will just sit here and let Mother Nature do its thing.
1: I think, Josh, as we... Continue to progress on here. So outside of where we sit weather-wise and crop progress-wise, another thing we've been keeping a close close eye on is where we're sitting disease-wise, especially in the corn side of things. Um, any quick takes on what you're seeing in more extreme southeast Minnesota from a disease standpoint?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, at Pioneer, we do some um, some computer modeling based on weather data uh, of disease, and um, when you think about southeast Minnesota. You know, disease. We think a lot about northern corn leaf flight. We maybe think about anthracnose late causing some stock problems and uh, you know those are probably some of the bigger diseases we think about and certainly tar spot is front and center with some of the the noise around that and, and we'll maybe talk about that a little bit here in the second segment. Um, but the modeling a month or so ago that Pioneer Does was really showing gray leaf spot being an issue and we see gray leaf spot off and on usually not a big disease and I was maybe a little skeptical um, but now as I've really walked fields, that's probably the most prevalent disease we've seen in the corn in Southeast Minnesota is, is gray leaf spot. I haven't seen anything at, a, at levels that'll be yield limiting yet. Um, but we still have a long ways to go, Allie, and I think it'll be something that um, we'll wanna keep an eye on here and uh, just see how that progresses and, and you know, is that gonna be a disease we deal with more and more uh, each year as you know, some of the weather patterns changes. And uh, when we come out of break, uh, we'll talk about other disease a little bit more detail and, uh, and maybe touch on a few other things.